Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Happy Workaholic Podcast. I'm your host, Kellyanne Gorman. I am a business and LinkedIn coach as well as a luxury brand consultant, and you are listening to episode number 62. Thank you so much for tuning in. As you can, well, as you noticed, there is no intro music and there won't be any outro music. And I haven't had it in the last couple of shows because I'm working on something exciting for you. So until the end of the show, it's just going to be me, myself, and I. No commercials and no music. Just keeping it short and sweet, raw and real. And today, I want to talk to you guys all about what the service and hospitality industry has helped me do in training me and being able to provide the best service possible to my clients. So I want to give you a little background of my history and how it is to how it is that it got me to where I am today, if you don't know already. So I'm going to give you the very short <laughs> so the very short version of my story. So I started off as a pro makeup artist and I traveled the world doing makeup on I think it was 25 or 27 cruise ships. I was training the makeup artists on board, I was doing makeup for all the guests and the dancers and the skaters, depending on what ship I was on. It was a salaried position, and I went on as a guest to all the cruise ships, so I got to clear customs every week like a regular guest. I bounced around from ship to ship because it was like a job where I was a regional manager slash trainer, makeup artist trainer in like a Neiman Marcus or Bloomingdale's type of situation. However, I helped create this position and I had worked on cruise ships before. So I wanted to do this job on cruise ships. So I actually helped create the position and I worked for Lancome and I did it for just about two years and I got completely burnt out. And I was doing makeup professionally before then for about three years. So I wanted to combine my past two histories where I was traveling the world on cruise ship and doing makeup now into a position. So that's how that started. And fast forward to I got burnt out. I wasn't into hitting numbers anymore. I just wanted to do my craft. I had resigned and I happened to be in Fort Lauderdale and I got into the yachting industry. And that's a whole nother story how that happened. But I ended up working on yachts. Um, over 20 of them. I forget the exact number. There's so many. Actually, I think it was over 30. I don't even know. But um, that I did for about two and a half years. And as an American, you get taxed really, really hard when you're making a large amount of money. So I was doing freelance jobs. So and a lot of boats, not getting into like the real like reason why, but they always need an American on board. And I happen to be that girl. So I held so many positions. I was a chief stew. I was a third stew, a second stew. I was managing crews. I was, um, later on in life, I started chartering yachts. And I was a cook, a nanny, a makeup artist. I mean, I held every, I was a laundry girl. I had held every position possible except for the deck work. I think as an inside um, stew and manager and um, all these other titles, depending on what type of charter or what type of the owners, um, what type of position the owners were in need of. So I bounced around between a, a circle of families and then I worked for different, I had three agents that got me multiple jobs on various vessels. So 
I was all around in the Caribbean and on the West Coast and um, where else did I go? Everywhere. <laughs> I have a blog about this I'll have to um, find that I did a long time ago about yachting. But it was definitely an experience. I had never worked on a yacht before and my background working on a cruise ship before, I was a stewardess then where... I was um, waiting tables, cleaning cabins, and all that, and I was really young. I was in my 20s. It was a really small cruise ship out of Rhode Island. It was 185 feet, which is kind of the basic size of, like, your average yacht, and um, that was 14, no, uh, 14 to 17 crew and 100 passengers, and there were usually, the demographic was usually older, and when I fell into the yachting industry, they legit needed a U.S. too, so that is how I kind of got into it, because I answered the phone, I was staying at a crew house, which I've mentioned before what a crew house is on my show, it's basically a sorority and a fraternity house, if they had a baby, and everybody there was living and working on yachts, um, and in the downtime, looking for different jobs, or if they were off the vessel, or for prepping for the boat show, they lived in these crew houses, and my work history began working in a food business that my family had owned, and I worked in so many restaurants. Now, to this day, I've opened more than 10. I've trained. I've done marketing. I've produced events. I've done so many jobs at restaurants, probably all of them, um, that you can think of. And just those specific jobs, whether it's makeup, service, hospitality, these high-end luxury industries, luxury travel markets, you know, person-to-person makeup skills and all that, it all comes down to service. And that's something that I've always, it's just in my blood. It's something that I learned from a really young age that you have to provide, whether it's learning how to take their coffee without asking or serving them a cappuccino or a whiskey neat with a certain straw on the side or a certain cocktail napkin with their initials or if they're having a extra dirty martini, how many olives, what type of olives. You never can ask a charter guest specific questions, especially if it's the owner. You always have a list of what the charter guests want ahead of time, or you ask them on the first day, and that's it. You should, you're always expected to know exactly what they want and when to serve, serve them. And the same thing goes to as... Um, Customers come in line and they're waiting and um, like I said, I worked in a family um, bagel shop and I learned really young, I would learn to memorize orders. So it's just something that you need to learn, a skill that you need to learn if you haven't already because being able to provide our customers, our guests, our clients like the best possible service, you go above and beyond for them. They're going to refer you to their friends and family. And I think that's number one in business. I work off of a ton of referrals. And I'm really lucky that I'm in that position because I provide the best service. I go above and beyond for any of my clients. When I worked in luxury car rentals, I would do the same thing for my guests. When I worked on charter boats, um, luxury yachts, I would do the same thing for them. And, you know, I really wish social media was around so that back then because I could still, I'm still in contact with this, some owners and charter guests on social media now and their kids growing up. But 
I really wish I was able to stay in contact with more of them because um, I would love to have them on the show and they can tell you for themselves, like service is everything. They demand it and they expect it. And depending on what level your business is at and what market you're in, you know, you can be, you know, working in service and hospitality and know exactly what I'm talking about. You could be, you know, coaching online and, you know, you just want to do everything for your client and you have times and you have, you know, you both have expectations. You both want to go above and beyond for each other because it's just going to make the journey and the process of working together like that much better. And a new client that I have, she started, we've been like messaging for a while um, back and forth. And now um, I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff for her. And she was on the ball, like she was on her A game getting like X, Y, and Z done, like boom, boom, boom. And I was so impressed. Whereas some clients I've had before, they're just lollygagging. And um, I'm just like not really into that because I want to work with people that are like-minded exactly like me. They're in the service industry, whether they're selling a product, providing another service, they really just want to do their best. And I work so much better and I work so well with the types of people that are just like me where they just want to do like the best work possible or provide the best service or, you know, produce the best products or sell the best products that are like the best for you at that time. So it doesn't matter really what your position is, whether you're, you know, chartering yachts or jets or working in a restaurant or working in hospitality or beauty, health and wellness, you're always expected to provide some level of service. And whatever that level is, you should always go above and beyond that because you're going to stand out, you're going to be remembered, and they're always going to want to come back to you. So for example, if you're working in a restaurant and you make sure that their cocktail napkins are there, right as they sit, their drinks are there, there's no fingerprints on the glasses, the glasses aren't dirty, the um, polished silverware is there, there's no fingerprints on the silverware, you know, everything is prepped on the table, salt and pepper shakers, condiments, like it's good to go, they come, their drinks are there, you see them walking in, they're so impressed, they're going to come back to you in that restaurant and ask for you every single time, because they extremely appreciate what you just did for them. You never know what kind of day somebody is having. So to go above and beyond, you know, so many people always post on Facebook and everywhere, like they're paying it forward. They pay for the person's drinks behind them at Starbucks or buy them, they see their kids in the car, like screaming behind them while they're in the drive-thru and they buy them a Happy Meal. Like I've seen so many of these stories and I was just into, um, just went into a local store here in Vegas And it's so crazy because I always end up having like the best conversations with business owners when I'm literally like in my workout clothes with a hat on and no makeup. (laughs) Granted, I just got my blood work done. I was just kind of walking around waiting for my ride and um, we just totally hit it off. We had like the best conversation. We had so much in common in our personal and professional lives and we just like totally hit it off. And I was just like, wow, again, I have the best conversation with someone when I look like hell. I don't know. I'm like, you know, don't for, don't um, forget about me when I come in here looking so different with my, you know, hair, my face and lashes and my hair all done. He's like, oh, no, don't worry. He's like, I'll always remember you. You know, I made an impression and I try to do that with everybody I talk to. Whenever I go somewhere, I always ask for their name because if they provide a great service, I want to go back to them. Just like I said before. 
And you should always want to do that as well. And I would love to give more examples for you, depending on what position you are in and what career, what industry you're currently working in, if you're in need of how you can go above and beyond, or you're having difficulty with certain clients, customers, or guests, like how can you go the extra mile, like as the saying goes, and really provide that extra service and, you know, take take everything to the next level, your relationship, your business, everything is, you know, it coincides. It's all going to work out at the end. You just need to pay attention to like your surroundings, who you're talking to, what's going, what's going on, and really making sure that you're honing in and, and paying special attention to details and providing that service to whoever you are working with or with at the moment because it really makes a huge impact on someone's day. So I'd love to hear your two cents on this and, you know, hear some stories about how you've gone above and beyond um, providing the best types of service. Or like I said, if you need help and, you know, some tips and tricks of mine and um, want some of, of my advice to implement into your personal or professional life, I'd love to help you out. Just come visit us in the Happy Workaholic Podcast Facebook group and you can message any of us there. Well, not message, rather. Um, comment in the group and you'll definitely get um, some answers and I will absolutely make sure that I answer all of your questions. So feel free to visit us over there. And if you have any other questions regarding this show, please visit thehappyworkaholic.com and I'll be more than happy to answer them for you. And I cannot wait for you guys to hear my new intro and outro music as well as some of the sponsors that I have on board. And don't forget, the I Chose This Life series is happening very, very soon. I've already started recording some amazingly talented female entrepreneurs, and they're all going to be sharing their story of why they chose their life, that they're specifically living at this moment. They're sharing their tips and tricks and triumphs and their story and their journey of how they got to where exactly they are today. So it's going to really make an impact. And just letting you know now, because these are some pretty amazing stories that are going to be shared. So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope that you had an amazing week and I will see you all soon. And don't forget to, well, see you. I will um, definitely see you if you, um, well, you'll see me on the Happy Workaholic show, which is airing every Wednesday, back on my Facebook page, Kellyanne Gorman, CEO, so you can check that out. I will leave all the links for the show and everything I mentioned in the show notes, so don't forget to check that out. So I hope that I will um, see you and hear from you soon. Until next time, you guys, thanks so much for listening.